Okay. There's a very fascinating question that the morale asks. Um, there's a Gemara in Brochus. The Gemara in Brochus says, the Noshim What is the source of the merit for women? Rosh explains the merit for women they should be able to get. Elam Habo. And the Gemara gives three answers. It's interesting more what these three answers the Gemara gives. And he has a question based on that, which means he's going to understand this Gemara not with the simple understanding of the Gemara, because if you read it, understand it simply, there's going to be a real problem in the Pesukim. So the Mora says three answers. The Mora says, first thing is that their exclusive is that they take, bring their children to learn Tarsh of Bixav, and they, they, they let their husbands go to learn Tarsh of Alpeh, and they wait for their husbands to come back. Rashi says that they're even willing sometimes to send their husband away to learn out to, to a distant country and wait a few years till he comes back. That's, the most, that's their schus. Right, so like that's the only schus that women have, that's it. But the morale is a different problem. He says, I don't understand. If that's the, that's the understanding of the Gemara, we have a problem in the order of the Pesukim. But at the time of Matan Torah, Parshish Yisroi, he says, Kosom are the Besiyakim Besagid of so that it mentions the Beis Yaakov first. It mentions the women first. So the morale says, I don't understand. If the, the, the women's whole role is just this, this supportive role, and that's their whole school that they're supporting, which is what the more seems to say. So we would expect the men to go first, because the main point is what the men are doing, and the women are also getting the schools because they're supporting that. But if you, if you put the woman, women first, indicates that the women have, have, a, have merits which stands on its own, other than the fact that there's playing a supporting role. So now I'm confused. He says, what, 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 what does the Gemara mean that the women's schools is the fact that they're supporting if the Pesach puts the women first? That's the morale's question. Very interesting question. It's also very interesting is that that Gemara aligned before, in the same Gemara over there, the Gemara says, more brings a Pesach, that talks about Noshim Shananois, women which are relaxed. Are, 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 the Gemara says, Gedolav Tocha, Shenemeres Lenoshim, the, the guarantee, the haftacha, the guarantee which is said to the women is greater, greater than that which is said to the men. Um, and the Meforshim is saying, it's referring to the, from the flow of the Gemara, it's referring to the whole topic of the whole Gemara, it's talking about Elam Habo. So women are more guaranteed to get Elam Habo than men are. Right. The Gemara says, so we seem to say that there's some, some advantage that the women have over the men, which seems to be a free, again, it's a freestanding advantage greater than that which the men have. Okay, we're going we're to hold on to that, those two questions and let's talk about, uh, talk about Rosh Hashanah for a moment, or a little more than a moment. Okay, um, there's a Pasuk in the Chemyot, which is brought down in Allah, and the source, you know, source for the idea that we, Rosh Hashanah is a festive day for us really seems to be difficult to understand. We know it's a day of judgment. And the, the, the lives of all of us are, are, are in the balance. A person is in the middle of a, a court case for not even cap, capital punishment, but tremendous question, issues. He's very tense. So what exactly are we doing? Having a nice yom of suda? It's fa- and there's a lot you have to be happy. And this seems to be difficult to understand. So the, the, the Gemara says it's based on a pasuk in the Chemin. In the Chemio, there's a story there that Kleisel came back up to, uh, from Bubble back to Eretz Israel, and they undertook to rebuild the Mesa Mikdash. They had a small group of people. It was difficult. They were, they were, it was difficult. 
And it came time for Rosh Hashanah, and they realized they were in this situation where they're not sure where they're going, what's going to be. They were, they were depressed. Rosh Hashanah itself was the time of dinner, and they were concerned what's going to be, where, where, where's Klai Yisrael going to go. So the Baruch sends a message through Nehemiah, and the message is, go, go tell Klai so that eat fatty food, eat good foods, Shusum talking, drink sweet things. I'm going to skip the next four words. There's four more words in the middle. And then it says, That which you're going to celebrate in the glory of HaKadosh Baruch that'll be the strength of your din. If you're wondering how you're going to be successful in din, the fact that you're going to celebrate and say, well, it's a day, it's, it, Hashem is showing his, his, his authority over the world, His kingship over the world. If you can celebrate that concept, that, you, that itself will be the strength that you'll be Zechib din, so don't worry, things are going to be good. But there's four words in the middle. It says, again, it says, go and eat well, drink well, and sends portions to those who don't have anything prepared. Make sure everybody has, good, everybody has food. So, Rav Hutner Zetzal wants to know, why is this Pesach bring up Shalach Manis? My wife says to me, don't talk about Shalach Manis. I have no problems with Purim and Shalach Manis. Imagine we did a Shalach Manis. Is there a Shalach Manis? I'm Rosh Hashanah. Why is the dinner of Shalach Manas? What is the flow over here of the Pasuk? Why is that important here in the Pasuk? To talk about the concept that part of Rosh Hashanah is the idea of sending portions to those who are not prepared. Rosh Hashanah is a day of din. This is, this is this point. This is Rufutner's point. Okay. Um, maybe I'm going to bring it out a little bit. Rosh Hashanah is a day of, a day of judgment. And Hashem has a concept of judgment. But let's think about the idea that Hashem has din. Let's think about that idea that Hashem has din. Um, we know that we, we know that the Kodesh Baruch was Rachman, etc. Why is the idea of din? Din is such a scary thing. We sit there and we're weigh, weighing in the balance. You know, it's so scary. Um, you know, Rabbi Olavsky does his whole his whole rendition of you know the Chaz is singing die die die. You know, like you know, like you know, we're all about to die. You know, like why? That's how does it fit with our picture of Kodesh Baruch being Rachman? He says we're missing something. The concept of din, we're missing something. We seem to look at it out of context. Let's go back to basic Jewish, Jewish philosophy 101. Why did Hashem create the world? He created the world because he wants to give, 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 give toiv to human beings. So great, create Olam Haba and just pour it on. Right? That, what do we need? This whole process of Olam Hazel. So Kodesh Baruch uses an approach that people prefer that which is theirs. We prefer, we enjoy something. A handout doesn't taste good. A person works hard and makes something their own, they enjoy it. Right, you all have the scenario, you know, you can, you can go to the store and buy it. I don't want to go to the store, I want to make my own. It tastes better if I make, it tastes better if I, it's my own, my own challah. It tastes better, right? if I can't, I can't. But I, I prefer doing myself. Especially my wife, right? 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 So, because I'll say that a I'd rather have one of mine than nine that I get from you. That's how much you prefer our own. So I don't want a handout. I want it to be mine. So great. So person says, okay, go to this world. Now, but imagine if we go to this world and everything is, whatever we do, it's okay. So at the end of the day, it's still a handout. So the whole concept of din, really, he says, <coughs> is a way to enhance the chesed. Because it, we, we have to earn it. And we judge, did you earn it? Did you not earn it? That's what the judgment is about. But that is all just the way that we feel good, that we got it. At the end of the day, we earned it. 
It wasn't just for free, because, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe no. So it comes with the whole concept of din. The whole idea behind din is really rooted in, in, in chesed. Okay? So therefore, a world of chesed that created. Rosh Hashanah is Briyas Oilam, or at least Briyas Adam, which for us, that's like Briyas Oilam. That's, that's the day where human beings now start interacting with the Kaddish Baruch And in, in that day, that the, that the chesed should be the consummate chesed, there's a concept of din. Because that enhances the chesed. But at the end of the day, the root of the day is not din, the root of the day is chesed. And we should never forget that the root of the day is chesed. So, so comes along the Chemins and he says to Kal Yisrael, if you want to be part of this world of chesed, because we're created a world of chesed, you want to be part of this world of chesed, great. If, if you're part of the world of chesed, you belong in this world. If you're a person that has no shaykhs to chesed, you're in the wrong universe. Right? This universe is a, is a universe of chesed. So if you want to know what's, the, what's, the, what's going to empower you for the Yom Hadin, he says, what's going to guarantee you for the Yom Hadin? What's going to guarantee you for the Yom Hadin is A, that your glory and in the, in, in the authority of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, the Chedvah Hashem, that you have Chedvah and a Kaddish Baruch Hu, that's, that's, your, that's your, your, your fortress, and you're part of, you're, you, take, you partake of the world of Chesed. You do Chesed also. You, you make sure that everybody has. You don't focus on yourself, you focus on the people around you. That's going to be the source of this chus. So it's... Rehoda takes this point and he says, and he stresses that um, if, if a person does, is not involved in chesed, he, he, it's not possible for him to be a because... He's on, the wrong, he's, on the, he's on the wrong train. This is a world of chesed. There's a Gemara of Adazara. The Gemara of Adazara says, Ko mishen oisik b'gemilas chesodim is dem kemisha ein lo elokah. If a person doesn't do, doesn't do, is not involved in gemilas chesed, he has no God. Because the God that we, we relate to is a God of chesed. So if you want to be a person who has no, no connection at all to that world, so it means that you're, 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 you're not in the, in the right religion. Okay. There's a Gomorrah in Tinus. Fascinating Gomorrah in Tinus, I'm sure. This, somewhere in your, in your experience, in your, in your seminary experience for sure, your high school experience, you've come across this Gomorrah. Right? The Gomorrah says a few stories talking about the Gilles the, Chassadim. The, the, and the Gemara over there says a story. But, well, one more says there was, a, there was a story about a person named Abba Umna. Abba Umna was a Makistam, he was a doctor. And he did a lot, many different chasadim, and he used to get a greeting from Shemaim. Every, every morning, there used to be a greeting. Every morning, good morning, Abba Umna. And the Gemara says, one of the Gedarli Amaroyim, he only got once a week. So it says, so he got every morning. I only get once a week. So he's greater than me? Yes, because of the chasadim that he did, the Gemara says. Then the more says the story, the more continues and says that there was, there was a husband and wife team who were very involved in doing chesed. And they used to do a lot of chesed. They used to do it, uh, try, try, they would try and do it matan beses. One of the ways they do it, they would jump up by people's houses and then run away. Well, one time, the guy, you know, every, you know he knows every, every week there's this, this, this package coming. So he wants to know who it is. So finally he heard that the, 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 the item being dropped off, and he runs after them. So they run, and they're running, and they're running, and they're running. And he's going to figure out who it is, and he's going to be embarrassed. 
So they decided that it's better they should go into, into the kivshin, Aish, not to embarrass somebody else. So the husband and wife run into this burning oven. And um, the Gemara says that the uh, husband's feet started getting burnt. But the wife, she says, no problem, put your feet on mine, mine are okay, and everything will be fine. So that's, that's what he did. The Gemara says, why? Why, is she, why was she ahead of him? Because he would do chasadim with money. She would do chasadim with bread. And bread is more ready to, ready, to, ready to use than the money. So her level of chesed was a greater level of chesed than he would come to the house and she would, she would, she would make sure that they would have what to eat. Uh, interesting. There's a loch in Hilchah Shabbos. This is a parathetical point. There's a loch in Shabbos. We, we bake bread the cover Shabbos. Why? Because it's better to eat pasta Yisrael on Shabbos. You should make sure you at least whoever you do during the week you use pasta, which is not pasta Yisrael. But on Shabbos you bake your own bread for Shabbos. Look, Ezra Seifer was taken. They should bake it Friday mornings. Why? Because this is where the name would come and be bread already, ready for them to come. So I mean, that's the thought process that it should be ready. Okay. So now, if the whole world is the world of Chesed, and even the concept of din really is just another, another layer of the concept of chesed. And the person who is connected to the world of chesed is in, and the person who isn't, isn't. So let's go back to the Gemara, the, that Gemara in Brochus, the Gemara says, Noshim b'maizach. And I think we, I think we, we, we have, to, have to descend in another layer. Let's define, I want to define chesed a little better to understand the Gemara. Revolva has a fascinating uh, sefer, Ali Shur. So Ali Shur, and Ali Shur Kelebez, he has a series of vadim, musr vadim, that he, he actually, actually led with his Talmudim. And they would pick different topics of the Midas, and he would give them exercises, and he'd give them a musr, like an idea behind it, and then an exercise, and they would go out, and they would come back, and you have the bottom recorded there actually how the conversations went a little bit, you know, at least very, very briefly after the, they would come back from their exercises. So in the chapter about, about chesed, he starts with the following. He says the, 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 the concept of chesed is not doing chesed. The first concept of chesed is avas chesed. He says, okay, so what is avas chesed? The first thing is you have to learn to understand other people. He says for the first two weeks, we're not going to do any chesed. That's not the goal over here. The goal is to, to think about other people's needs. So what do I want you to do? I want you for the first three times a day for the next two weeks, you meet somebody that you come into contact with, you go into the bank, that you go into the bank, you go into the postman, somebody that you meet during the day, think about what are their needs. Think about their needs. Don't do anything. Just get, learn to get attuned to other people's needs. Okay, so two weeks pass, and they come back, and they make the report. And he says, lo and behold... All of the reports were, I guess, uh, most of the reports were that the people had the exact same needs that we do. We noticed other people have the exact same needs as ourselves. He says, you know what? You didn't notice anybody else. You just noticed yourself. You, you took your own self and you projected yourself into the rest of the world. You didn't really get the other person. You didn't really get him. He said, that's not chesed. The, the, the godless of chesed is to get out of your, your mind into somebody else's mind and understand what's on their mind what's going on with them. Godless and Klai Yisrael is the ability to do that. I want to share you with you a story. Um, and this is elements of the story, which are personal. I'm not going to have all the elements of the story, but um, Rashiva Gifter told me many years ago 
I don't know what the conversation was, how, what the topic of the, how we got to the conversation. He says, I hold of the square rib. I hold of the square rib. He says, why? He's a person who went prematurely gray for the Tsaurus of Clias. The person who does that, that's somebody that I hold. That's what Yeshiva was told us. My wife and I, this is in the summer of 1986, went into the square rib for this, get an eight about a certain thing, get a bracha. The Rebbe gave us an Eitzah, gave us a bracha, etc. Um, we found Eitzah, and there was tremendous pichus and godless uh, in the Eitzah. We had the Rashiva Rechaim also, Rechaim Stein tells the Rashiva, said the exact same thing, they both said the same thing. We found their Eitzah, there's tremendous siyata d'shmaya in what they said. Um, we were in contact with him again, Pesach time, and then again the following summer. So now it's 1987. The year 2004, so we, we, were, we, I was, we were twice by the Rebbe, and once we, I, spoke to him on the, I spoke to the Gabai by phone during the year. Okay, now it's 19, now it's, that's 1987. In the year 2004, Rabbi Mendelowitz takes the, eighth, the seventh and eighth grade to, 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 to New Square for a Shabbaton. So what's the Shabbos? The boys go into the Rebbe Moti Shabbos, and the Rebbe is very nice, and he takes, um, gave him like 45 minutes. Each boy got a few minutes, he spoke to him in English, she was with all the boys, and then he sat down with the Rebbe Mendelowitz. He wanted to talk about the yeshiva, gave him, gave him a donation to the yeshiva, like, you know, it's backwards, you go to visit there, he gives you a donation, gave a $200 donation to the yeshiva greater Washington. Um, and he asked him, like, what's the tune like, who are the Bayim there, etc. He goes down the name of the Rebbe, and he says, Elio Rangel. Oh, I have a friendship with the Elio Rangel, he says. I'm Adidas with the Elio Rangel. Now, yeah, I was there in 1986 once, and I was there in 1987 once, right? and I haven't been there for 17 years. He remembers my name. Now, I think to myself, you know, if, if, you're, if you're anywhere what familiar with the world of Hasidim, during, during Yom and the Royim, every Hasid, if he can, comes to the Rebbe. So you're talking about thousands and thousands and thousands of people walk through that door during Yom and the Royim. So I'm thinking to myself, we were by the Rebbe in the summertime. But I would have assumed by the time Kipper came by, he, he, didn't know, he, he didn't know that I remember my name. There was a literature guy who came to him in the summer, spoke to him, you know, no, remember me. It's 17 years later. So I'm a little bit embarrassed. If we have a friendship, I'm supposed to you know, keep up my friendship. So we, my wife and I went up um, to Thanksgiving. My wife had off. I didn't have off, but I took off. We went up to, to Muncie for Shabbos. Thursday night, I took, I took my son and we went into the Rebbe. Now I'm a, a Litzvah, I'm a Mechutzev. And I did something which I can't imagine any Chutzvah would, 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 they would probably would have Chalish if they heard what I did. So I go into the Rebbe and I, and I say my name. The Rebbe recognizes the name and I says, the, 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 the Rebbe remember why I came. Now that's a Chutzvah Mamesh, like, you know, it's a Chutzvah Mamesh. So he stops for a second, he thinks, and he says, you know, in a questioning voice, but he said the correct answer. Is it for this and this reason? And that was the right answer. And I said, I'm overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. I didn't say it, but I thought to myself, I'm overwhelmed that this person can remember hundreds of thousands of people walk through his door, he remembers my name, why I came, and I'm not even his chassid, I'm somebody who is you know, letter shayakol who walked through the door. How is that possible? The answer is because he doesn't live for himself. He lives for other people. And when he's, his focus is not himself, it's other people. The Rebbeinu Yoyna has a fascinating ha'ora, 
no, Revolba has a fascinating or about Beth Rabbeinu Yerun. Rabbeinu Yerun wrote a sefer called Sefer Hayira. And Sefer Hayira is basically goes through what a person should do from the time they get up in the morning until they go to bed at night. That's all it is. It's no more, sir. It's basically halacha-oriented, but he's you know, prodding you towards doing everything properly. And in this Sefer Hayira, so Revolba has the heart. If you read the Sefer, you realize that when the Rabbeinu Yerun daydreamed, he daydreamed about the Kodesh Borah. What do we daydream about? <laughs> Ourselves. If you think about what happens when we daydream, we think about something around our own being. So as you realize, you look at the better yonder, that he daydreams about a Kodesh Borah. Now I have to point out that it's not obvious in the Sefer. But if you're a person who that's how you live, you'll notice it in the Sefer also. So that's a, it's, a, it's a telling comment about Revolva also. So, Godless and Klai Yisrael is the person who doesn't daydream about himself. Godless and Klai Yisrael is the person, when he daydreams, he's thinking about, what can I do for somebody else? That's what his daydream is. The, the nature of the person is so compelled, is so, so focused outwardly to other people, and not to what, what do I want, and what should I get, and what's it all about me, etc. That, so Moshe Benno says to Yeshua, Okay, you've been appointed to become the leader of Klai Yisrael. I mean, you, you picture that. This, this three million Yidin, the, the Amma Nifchur, they're coming into Eretz Yisrael. You're the leader. He says, you know what I'm giving you? I'm giving you Avdis. I'm giving you that you are now are an Evid. But you're not Stam an Evid. You're an Evid to three million people. There's a Gomorrah which is, a, it's, again, it's, it's, you, you think about the implications of this Gemara, it's overwhelming. We're going to say on, on, on Yom Kippur, the Sarugim Malchus. So the first two of the Sarugim Malchus are, are, we mentioned is Rishmol Kengadol and Rebbe Gamliel. Rebbe Gamliel, this is actually Rebbe Gamliel Hazokin. The famous Rebbe Gamliel was, uh, was two, three generations later. This is Rebbe Gamliel Hazokin who took over the Nasiyas from Yechem and Zaka. He's immediately after Kurban, after He's the person who took over after Kurban Abayas. He has responsibility for Klai And he's taking, taking out for this horrendous Misa. And he's, he, and he's introspective. <coughs> and Rishmol says, Achim, why, why are you introspective? Why, why, why are you, you know, sad? He says, I'm wondering what I did wrong that I deserve this. So listen to Rishmol says answers to him. Rishmol's the Kain Gadol, the Kain Gadol, says, is it possible that one time a woman came to ask you a question and you said to her, wait one moment, I want to eat something. Is it possible that ever happened to you? He says, yes, it happened one time. He says, now I feel better. I understand why I deserve what I'm getting. It's, what is the Gemara saying? That the God of Yisrael, he's the Nasi Hador, he's the Nasi. With the covet of a Nasi. He learned the whole day. He came home, it's 11 o'clock at night. He hasn't eaten supper yet. And somebody, the phone rings and he says, No, no, just give me one second. I just want to take a cup of coffee for a moment. Can you mind, mind waiting for a minute? Oh, you deserve this Misa Mishun. That's what the Moors say. And he feels better now, because ah, now I understand why I deserve it. It makes sense. Because God is in Klai Yisrael is to serve somebody else. And an abbot can't say to the master, excuse me, um, I want to take a coffee first. So there's a medrash, and this is an overwhelming medrash. The medrash says that when it comes to the din, we ask, we're asked two questions. We ask, 
that you make a Kodesh Baruch your king, that you make your Chavar your king, we might do it because you might give in as we have to do, but happily, that your whole being is, and I was thinking back to the square Rebbe, I mean, I don't know what the schedule is like, he learns 18 Prokhamashnais a day, he does, I think, seven Vlada Gemara a day, he sees people, I mean, we, the hour started, it started at 11.30, and I, he knows it goes past, past one or two, he's still seeing people. Then he gets up early in the morning, you know, they dive in late, that, that's great, they dive in late. The first he gets up in the morning, he goes to the mikvah, and he says, Sefer Tillam. He says, Sefer Tillam. And then he dives in Shachris. He walks around with the weight of clays on his head, and if you want, if there's people waiting, as long as there's people waiting in the waiting room, he doesn't go to bed. If there's 10 people, 20 people, 30 people, 40, 50 people, he doesn't go to bed, because there's people waiting. The more is saying that the Bershom gave a haftacha to the women, because the Bershom made a nature, the women have a nature that they want to take care of somebody. And that idea of putting somebody else first before themselves comes naturally to them. That ability to be, to be mom with somebody else and put somebody else's needs before themselves comes naturally to them. I can't cock where the woman can say, I'm a brilliant woman, my name is Brilliant. I'm a brilliant woman. But what's my godless is I take care of my husband, I take care of my children, I'm able to put aside what I would like to have for somebody else. That's not weakness. That's godless. That's what a godly soul means. Whereas for a man, that doesn't come easily. The more says, For a woman, that's guaranteed. It's a haftacha. The Russian made the nature of a woman. That she has that nature. She wants to be a mate to others. And she can focus on somebody else. Um... My shrikas of Stark Zion is, is, you know, is European to the nth degree in the sense of like this music of pleasing. You know, you know, the, you know my shrik has a joke um, like about that, that generation. You know, it goes back a few, a few generations. One of the Jewish communities used to say this, and my father used to believe that the fatter you are, the, the healthier you are. Right? It says, my, my father was so healthy he couldn't even walk. My shrikas Hanoah is watching somebody else eat. You know, like, you know, you know I finally learned after I got married, after a year or two into the marriage, you know, she would come for Yomtif and she would, my sugar, those who know my sugar, you know, pictures, those who know my wife can picture my sugar. So my wife on, on steroids, I think is the right way to say it. Um, so my sugar has like an average of about four or five main courses in her meal, plus about five thick side dishes. And she's serving and she's serving and she's serving. And we're eating, we're eating. She comes out, Ellie, you're not eating anything. Yeah, yeah, I already had two rounds, you know. So I finally learned I have to wait till she comes in. And then I eat, because this way, you know, her Hanoah is watching me eat, not eating. Her Hanoah is watching me eat, so I want to give her Hanoah, so I wait till she comes in. Right? So she comes to us for a visit. And the next time we go to, to, to here to Silver Spring for, 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 for the summer, we notice the downstairs in the bathroom in the basement, so the, 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 the soap is the soap that we use at home. The tissues that are, that are the tissues that we use at home. The toilet paper. That, because her mind is on, well, I went into Ellie's house, and that's what he likes. I'm going to get it for him. Like, that's automatic by her. That's how she thinks. And there's such a thing as anybody ever coming and, eat, and not enjoy, you know, say, I don't like this, and getting it served to her a second time. Next time they'll come, three years later, Oh, you didn't like the last time you came. I made something special for you instead. Because she noticed it. Because she lived 
to notice somebody else's needs. That's her hanoah. Her hanoah isn't eating. Her hanoah is feeding. Right? Jewish mother par excellence. Her hanoah is feeding. You know. Right? So Chazal say that's a, that's a tremendous godless. If a person comes to Yom Yamadin is a day of chesed. It's a day where we're defined as much as we have, we're shy to the world of chesed. We have, we're, we're, we're in. And if not, we're out. This is Rufatna's first mimer on Rosh Hashanah. This is the message of the Chemya to Klai Yisrael when they're sitting rebuilding by Hashanah. Okay, this is the message of Baisai. If you're in the world of Chesed, you're in. If not, you're out. So the Gemara, I can tell you that Noshim have a Haftochim more than the men because the Noshim are willing to say, go, 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 go learn, go do this, I'll take care. There's a Gemara in Ksuvis, it just ends with this, end this part of the share, but there's a Gemara in Ksuvis. So the Gemara in Ksuvis says that, um, again, brings a Pasuk. Um, they take responsibility for the family and they allow their husbands to come to Menech Chachamim. And that itself is going to be their schus. And I remember you said, like, you know, that's all women have. I mean, I look at my wife. She's, you know, my wife is a lot more than that. But, you know, but that Nakuda of that, putting somebody else's needs first and noticing somebody else's needs and noticing how they look at something and how, what they want and what's important for them comes naturally. And that's a Gavaldag Haftacha that women have. I think it's a Gavaldag Haftacha women have. So, Dr. Morale. So getting back to the original question. So what we're going to say, the puzzle says, so the women go first. Well, if the whole gallus of the women is that they're hechatim for the men, so the main thing is the men. No, that's not the point. The women create a world of chesed. That's first. You, you, Matan Torah is into a world of chesed. Women create that world. And that world that they create, now we can give Torah into it. Now the men will go learn. But first, you have to create that world where it's possible that the world of the Brother Shalom is a world of chesed that the women are going to create. And that goes first. Okay. Some thoughts. Uh, as some of the women are not necessarily going to make it to davening, not necessarily going to make it to you know, what they're used to over the years, you know, getting more opportunities to daven, etc. They're sitting and playing uh, uh, Rummy Cub, uh, you know, with, with their kids uh, on, Rosh, on Rosh Hashanah. You know, that's Rosh Hashanah, Yamadin, you know, the, the the world is hanging in balance, and I'm paying rummy cup, you know, like um, playing potsy with the kids, you know, on the floor. On the floor. That that's Rosh Hashanah, like you know, Rosh Hashanah. You, hear, you listen to the, the shmuz, you know, you got to sit there and muster, you know, we're going to live, we're going to die, you know. And all of a sudden, I'm, I'm busy playing games, I'm busy changing diapers. That's it. it it's it's batuach. The women don't have the problem. The men have the problem. But that they can put aside what I like to do right now is go daven. But I have somebody I have to take care of. So I'm going to put that first. So I'm going to put that first and um, that itself is the biggest schus that a person could have. Tremendous thing. Okay, I just want to go through a few different points which come, you know, halachic issues which come up um, for women over the Yom Neroyim. Let's start with the Torah We'll go from the Torah Go quickly through um, through, uh, through Yom Kippur. Get trying to see if we can come in. Come in. 
So a Torah Sadarma woman makes a netter's chayim and a netter just like a man. And if a person is over a netter, that's a very chamerdik thing. So women are chayim in Torah Sadarma just like men are chayim in Torah Sadarma. Now, Torah Sadarma is a process where you go in front of a bezin, which has to be three men, and you de- declare whatever actions which you've done, which you do not intend to be, become the binding as a vow, you didn't really mean that. And they declare that, they, 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 they declare that, that is so. Women can, women can, um, a woman can appoint her man as a shliach. Um, so a woman should tell her husband, I would like you to be my shliach, to, my, 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 my proxy to declare this to the bezin. The bezin will say, mutter law, mutter lach, if you do it for both at the same time, mutter lachem, and that's sufficient. Um, the, the concept of being mamana shliach only works from a husband's, a wife to a husband. It doesn't work for, from a father, daughter to a father. So a woman who's single does not have that, does not have that, and she really actually has to, should be going to a bezin and getting a, her a Torah. Um, okay. On Rosh Hashanah, moving to Rosh Hashanah, the, the, the mitzvah t'kiyah shayfer is not a chiyah on women, Mikir Adin is not a chiyah on women. Uh, there is a minig that women come, and there's some poskim say that nowadays it's become such a, a, a strongly established minig that it gets the power like a netter that you'd be mechayiv to do that. Keep doing that. The chayiv is to hear thirty karlis. Um, um, if the in the situation where the man who's blowing is being yotze, also he would make the bracha and be mitzvah the women. Um, if he's already yotze or he doesn't want to be yotze right now, so for for an Ashkenazis woman, so she can make a bracha. And they might see herself and other people also. And bigger than actually the woman, the love of the woman could blow Shafer for another woman. So, uh, um, but uh, it's, it's discouraged in Allah, bigger than that, that woman had, had needs to, she could blow Shafer for herself if she's good at it. Um, you should learn the halachas beforehand. If you have any questions, give me a call. Um, I'd like to meet you. Um, a woman who's a Svardiyad does not make a bracha on Kia Shafer. Um, or follows Minig, her husband's a Svardiyad, so they, don't, they follow that Minig. Um, can a woman eat before Tkiyah Shafer? So there's a lot of the man can't eat before Tkiyah Shafer. Uh, once you've davened Shachris, there's a lot of Kiddush, obviously, even with Kiddush, you've got to eat before Tkiyah Shafer. So a man is not supposed to eat before Tkiyah Shafer unless he makes some type of a reminder, Shliach, etc., beforehand. Even that is questionable. I mean, by the, the yeshivas is to, yes, do so. Um, so a woman would have the same issue. I mean, well, now, but she's not in the midst of it. So really she could eat beforehand. If she felt weak, she could eat beforehand. Otherwise, preferable if a woman didn't do that. Tefillah. Um, so we've discussed all the tefillah beforehand. So the Mishabur passing a woman is Kayyab in tefillah of Shachris and Mincha, not of Marv. In a situation where a woman can't do that, we spoke about the Shirla last time, a woman does a, some basic tefillah where you have, uh, have the elements of tefillah, three elements of tefillah, are that there's a praise of Kodesh Baruch Hu, there's a bakasha, and there's, then there's, there's a thanks at the end. That's the basic tefillah, according to the Rabbah. So when we can be so with that, the scenario where she can't, Davin Shon she has a little bit of time, she should Davin Shon first. She, she has more time, she should add on Berchus Kriyashma afterwards. So we, we discussed, we went through that, gave a share on that already. What about Musaf? So generally on Shabbos, the Igor is a woman not Kaiv and Musaf, it's mechloek is an alocha whether women are chayiv and musaf or not, um, and we, the ikar psak is at least for Ashkenazim is that the women are not chayiv and musaf. Rosh Hashanah, however, there is there's two chuvas about Rosh Hashanah, the musaf Rosh Hashanah, which is ikar. The logic behind why why can't women chayiv and tefillah? Tefillah is a, a time time bound mitzvah because the main purpose of tefillah is we need the daven to Hashem for rachamim. Everybody needs rachamim. Women also need rachamim, right? 
Musaf is not the main purpose is to, is to talk about the korban, which is a time bound concept. So women are not chayiv in that. Rosh Hashanah's Musaf is much more than just talking about the, the korban. It's much more about the idea of the, the malchus of Kadosh Baruch Hu and the need for rachamim that Klai Yisrael has. So women need it also. So there's a tshuva from the Sarvish tshuva, which was one of the the, the mishpach of the Chassam Soifer, and from Rav Yosef both have a tshuva about this, and they both say women are chayiv to daven Musaf. So you have your Ashkenazi psak, Israeli psak. You have um, they both say the yachayiv in, in the tefillah of Musaf. Similarly, they both say yachayiv in Ne'ilah. If the whole purpose of, of, of tefillah is rachamim, there's no tefillah about rachamim greater than the tefillah of Ne'ilah. That's that's Ravad Yosef's Shlita's uh, language. Again, this is all talking about a woman is able to. You have little children, you're not able to do that. So we spoke about your, your, your tefillah with, with 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 something something more minimal. Um, women, it's not kai meeker than a tashlich. Uh, there's a minute women do it, but whatever reason, women find it difficult to go for tashlich. So, women is not kai tashlich. I would do want to point out that tashlich does not have to be said on Rosh Hashanah. Tashlich can be said uh, starting in Rosh Hashanah and can be said all the way till Hoshana Rabbah. So, at some point in time, uh, the person, you can take an outing to the park and go to the to, to the to the to the to, to, to Northwest Branch over there. And take the kids and say say Tashav. And the main Tashav is not so long. You know, there's all these extra tefillahs. The main Tashav is, is, is two, two or three paragraphs, not very long. Um, Yom Kippur. So, is a woman Chayiv on the mitzvah of eating at Arab Yom Kippur? So, the Yom is yes. A woman is the same way a man is a mitzvah to eat at Arab Yom Kippur, a woman does. Interesting question: The woman, whatever reason, not fasting in Yom Kippur, but she's a, she's a, a, a situation where she can't fast, so she's not not chayiv in the mitzvah of eating Yom Kippur in that situation. There is a mitzvah of a mitzvah of vidui. The the Chinuch says very clearly the mitzvah of vidui applies to men and women equally. We're both we all do averus, and we all have to say vidui. So the mitzvah of vidui applies to men and women equally. Um, vidui has to be said standing, so a person has to be aware that you're saying vidui. A person should be standing when they say vidui. Standing means that you're not leaning to the, to the extent that if the support would be removed, you'd fall. So a person's like leaning like this, that's not called standing. Um, Chazal came along and said that whatever reason, the Sultan really is not excited about saying Vidri and Kippur because that's when we get to, we're going to get our Kippurah. So he it comes and he's Makatri, the last moment before Yom Kippur. So to, by Sunnah's Mavsek, Chazal said there's a Chashash, the Sultan's going to try and make sure that we die. We're going to, Kassel Prison's going to stre- choke on a piece of food and not make it to Yom Kippur. So Chazal said, you know what? We should say Vidi before Sunnah's Mavsekis. And that this way, at least we got one Vidi in before, and so if we do, Chazal we have to go, we go at least with a Vidi. And that's why there's a minute, that's, we, there's, we say Vidi by Mincha Revim Kippur. A woman should say that before Sunnah's Mavsekis. Because right? that's the, that the point of that Vidi is to be said before Sunnah's Mavsekis, not afterwards. So before the Sunnah, the, 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 the second Sunnah, if you eat two Sunnahs, the second Sunnah. Um, okay. Um, there is a mitzvah to Seves Yom Kippurim, which is a mitzvah, mitzvah deraisa that we add on to Yom Kippur. So a person should not go down to the wire. That's, that's very clear in general. A person should not go to the wire, but specifically by Yom Kippur, a person should, should some time beforehand, so you light Neiris, you should, you know, you're going to, earlier beforehand, you'll be Makabal Yom Kippur. Now, m- many, most women, I think, make their, make their Shechayonu when they light the Neiris. You've heard somewhere along the lines that they're making a tonight. You know, you macabre, you light the nares and make a tonight. You're not being macabre. So the Yom Kippur is very common. People want to light nares at home. They get in the car and drive to shul. So they want to make a tonight. You cannot say Shechiyon and make a tonight. 
You can't say Shechiyonu, Vigiyonu, Lazman Azeh. We're here. We're not here yet. One second. I'm making it tonight. Well, are you here or not? Where are you? So you can't say Shechiyonu if a person's going to be making it tonight, right? Lighting the neighbors. Going to the shul, you just make a bracha of Lahadig Neir Shemaki Purim. And you go to the shul, and when they make the bracha of Shechiyonu in shul, by Tal Nidre, the woman should, woman should say it also. If she said it already, you don't say it twice, obviously. But if a person is going to be lighting neiris and be making a tanai, they should go to, they should make sure that they don't say shechiyonu then, they make the shechiyonu, um, and if you say shechiyonu, she should not be making a tanai. So it goes both ways. Um, in that situation, so you weren't Makabal Yom Tif, Yom Kippur, you weren't Makabal Yom Kippur with your halakha, because you made a tanai. You should be Makabal as soon as you get to shul. You know, don't wait. Speak out that I'm, I'm Makabal. You know, the, the day of Yom Kippur with all of the Nuyim involved in Yom Kippur. Um, uh, touching food, um, oh, uh, there's a there's a there's a Mate Ephraim. Mate Ephraim says it is a minute of giving the children a bracha every Yom Kippur. Mate Ephraim says it applies to the father and the mother equally. The mother should be giving the bracha also, not just the father. It says the minute is the mother also gives the bracha. So. Uh, Got a chance to give your kids a bracha, Erevim Kippur, going into Indian Kippur. Um, touching food, it's 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 a halacha whether it's easier to touch food on Yom Kippur. Um, so it's brought down, it's preferable not to, but obviously it's mutter for a parent to give food to a child, prepare food for a child, even if the child can do get it themselves. Once you're giving it to them for the child's purpose, you're not, you know, even a little baby, obviously, when you're talking a little bit older kids, you know, Zama, can I have a cookie? Give them, you know, you're allowed to give them the cookies. You take it yourself. You know, you're allowed to give them the cookie. That's not a problem. Um, okay, if, if if I don't know wherever you're diving, if you're diving, you know, a situation where a person's there for Neela, you know, in shul, so they hear Abdullah, etc. This person's at home and waiting for the husband to come home. So till diving is over and they get out, uh, you know, it's quite late. You haven't eaten. Do you want to eat something? So Abdullah. We want to make havdol. So two, po- two points. First of all, you're allowed to drink water without making havdol. This is in the gay every month of Shabbos. You can't eat or drink anything until you make havdol. But water is permitted. That's a fair that's a fair That no food, no drink except for water. Water is permitted before havdol. So matzi yom kippur also. If a person's thirsty and they want to take drinks, even though they haven't made Avdallah, that'd be permitted. But Rosh Hashanah says you should say Baruch HaMavdil, Mekarashachal first, at least say Baruch HaMavdil. And the same way you do Malacha, then you could, you could take a drink of water. If you figure it's something more substantial, now, can women make their own Avdallah? So this is a, it's a known machlokus. The, the definite, the main psak is, and, the, and you can rely on this, is women may make their own Avdallah. So a situation where a husband is being misachar to get back, Women can make their own Abdullah. That bracha of Nair is very questionable. So the right thing to do is in that situation, a woman would make Rekriyagofen and the bracha of Hamazamikarashachol, not make the bracha of Nair. When the husband comes home, he'll be mercy his wife in the bracha of Nair. So, so we, you, you can split up the bracha of Nair and Abdullah. Again, it's not, it's not preferred the Chachil, we do both together, so there's no need, you're not really, you know. But friend, President Phil is very, they're, they're, they're weak, they're tired, they want to eat something, really, you know, not, it's hard for them to wait. So they'd be allowed to, um, they'd be allowed to do that, allowed to rely on that. Okay, um, I think that's the points I wanted to cover. The basic, there's some basic interesting halachas over here. Okay, 
Ladies, thank you for coming. We should be zayichet to a. We should be zayichet to a. A ksiva, a ksiva, a good kibbench. Your Hashem is for us and for all the players.